0: Part.
1: I'm making something.
0: One more to victory! Ah!
1: <laughs> Make Japanese style sauce according to the directions. I think I'd rather not.
0: Oh, uh, snap, Joel. Directions. You cut to the core. What are we talking about now? Oh, yeah. K-grade. Damn it. Damn it. This is going to be a rocking fun time. <laughs> K-grade so bad. So bad is good. I need a stick out fuel me. Save me sticko. God. I love sticko. Stico's
1: really good. Filipinos
0: you know, can't do anything right. But they make good snacks. <laughs> I didn't realize that I was gonna have such a profound effect on the couch. <laughs> you're just have your I'm surprised you can still feel your legs. It doesn't feel that heavy. <laughs> January 27th. Davidjoel.com. DavidJoel at gmail.com for email. Send us some MP3s or something, if you feel like it, it'd be cool. <laughs> We're eating double-stuffed Oreo cookies, but we have no milk. Today, we are talking about Kitty Grade. The show's so nice, we watched it twice.
1: Um, now I'm really wondering why we watched
0: it ever, or at least the first time. That was during a time, before we had a podcast, where... I would make people watch DVDs with me, and then write reviews <laughs> about them.
1: Oh, now it's all becoming clear. That was probably over summer, where I would just go do nothing
0: and then hang out with Dave. Mm-hmm. Those were the days back in the old apartment on Forty Thirty Nine, Baltimore. But no way, this was before that. Really? Was. Uh, I remember watching it. <laughs>
1: I have no recollection. We of that got place. this
0: DVD for free. From Funimation. Oh, that's right. their anime club program. Our Sorry, anime guys. club
1: watched it. Wink. Our 20-member anime club definitely watched this show.
0: Speaking of Funimation,
1: they sent me a package and I was scared because I thought they were <laughs> on to us. <laughs> it was a letter from their legal department? Yeah. I think they owe us money, seriously. Yeah.
0: Because <laughs> have we ever watched a good thing from them? I mean, I, I bought Case Closed. <laughs> so maybe I'm really speaking with my money. I got all excited when I walked into my parents' house because I still get packages shipped there. And I saw this giant box. And I was like, oh my god. The day has finally come. We're being recognized as an anime podcast. And we're getting all sorts of free swag because there's no way you'd need a box that big to send a DVD. <laughs> and this was unrequested by me. And I, like, I, my heart's pounding as I walk <laughs> towards the box, and my hands are shaking and my palms are sweaty. That was for a different reason. But we won't really go into that. Uh uh I open this box and it's ramen. 30 packages of ramen. Was there any
1: kind of explanation of what the ramen was for?
0: I guess Funimation has launched their own anime channel, a 24/7 channel, not just on demand stuff. Oh, snap. Take and, that ADV and they were giving away ramen, I guess so to eat at club while you watch the anime channel. And I was like, "Guys, Ramen is real bad for you And people who watch anime Don't have very good diets So This is really a double whammy Yeah next time send in Like a case of celery <laughs> <laughs> Or apples Or uh,
1: coupons To have a gastric bypass Uh huh All these things to be acceptable Not ramen Yeah I mean come on Funimation You're already giving us crap Like Kitty Grade And ramen And Trinity You're Boy. not feeding Any part of my body
0: Feeding the part of my body that lusts for Detective Conan. Your penis. (laughs) Oops! Oh no! (laughs) Oh, you were wide open. Walked right into that. Anyway, Kitty Grade is a show that I will refer to as Fake Dirty (laughs) Pair. From
1: that, let it. This is a legal contract. Kitty Grade, hereafter referred to as Fake Dirty (laughs) Pair.
0: Dirty Pair is this cool show. From way back when, you probably never saw, because Lord knows if it doesn't have digital animation and ninjas in it and possibly invisible death spirits, then it's not worth watching. It was about these two chicks in space bikinis that went around solving crimes, and they were called the Dirty Pair not because of their illicit relations, but because they would always blow everything up at the end of the episode, and... Yeah, know, they'd, they'd save the day, but they'd screw everything up in the process, and it was hilarious. But anyway, the best dirty pair thing you can watch, which you can probably find for like $8 now, because I think it got discounted a thousand times, is uh, the movie Project Eden, which is one of the few anime movies that actually acts like it's a real movie, and not just a really long cartoon episode. And what's more, it has Space Butler... Who coincidentally is also a Laser Samurai (laughs) (laughs) Always a good combination So yeah if that's not enough to sell you I don't know what is But the idea of Dirty Pair Was these girls would solve Crimes using their wit and feminine Wiles or whatever and skill And Uh Kitty Grade is kind of like that Except instead of wit and skill They just have superpowers that Automatically beat every enemy (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah um, one wonders Why there would be any criminal element mm-hmm. In the same universe As people with these powers And if there were a criminal element How could it have not have been eradicated at this point Well, Are you guys just lazy Because that's the only thing I can think of Okay so
0: the first girl A Claire Who is a uh, Not who, a delicious custard filled pastry Unfortunately She is clearly meant to appeal to those who like Bosomed ladies <laughs> Yes and We'll say that her powers are she's incredibly strong, she has this magical lipstick that can turn into basically anything she wants it to. And may also supercharge her. Mm-hmm. And she has a shield that will stop point-blank lasers. And that sounds like pretty strong stuff. Like, you could take one of those powers and you would be pretty cool. But yeah. to have all three is even better.
1: I think I'd go with super strength. Dave likes lipstick. Oh, <laughs> <Damn it. laughs>
0: can I have the shield? <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> oh. Not unless you make it out. You're just coating your body <laughs> with a lipstick. It's that cheap stuff from Mexico with too much lead in it, so it's poisoning you. I'm but I don't kidding. want to die
0: from lasers. I'm invincible. It only takes one laser blast, unfortunately. Why is that a bad thing? I don't know. Like it was, I would not complain about a shield that just saved my life. It wasn't even like a tiny laser pistol. It was like this giant robot with a larger laser cannon.
1: A whole, and, its whole arm was devoted to the laser yeah. cannon
0: And he sticks it into her chest And <laughs> fires And you know at this point you're like Well she's done, done for But not so Also she has the power of incredibly advanced regeneration She gets shot in the stomach in one episode And It's gotta be an hour later She has no visible wounds
1: <laughs> Not even just shot The thing that Im- She's impaled by a spike <laughs> Oh, right, yeah. It's not like a bullet wound. Which, I mean, a bullet wound is serious business. (laughs) This was a spike shot out of a cannon. Yeah. So, you know, bullets enter and leave, or maybe lodge themselves, and that's big doings. At least
0: they're relatively small, and so is the wound they create. This
1: spike looked to be about the same diameter as an aluminum baseball bat. And when something like that wedges itself into your body... You're not
0: getting up and walking around. (laughs) Or, you know... Recovering from it Ever. in under an hour. <laughs> Unless you have superpowers. So you might think that nobody could possibly trump her. But not so!
1: Because her little lollycon sidekick... Yeah,
0: side lollycon, kick, if you don't know, is code word for preteen softcore porn. <laughs> or Lolita Complex. Or, it's not always softcore either, unfortunately.
1: Yeah. We wish it was, but alas, no. But her, her lollycon sidekick has the ability... To possess any computer system. Anywhere. As As long as she can touch it. No, no. As long as she can touch something. (laughs) Yeah. It's like a a robot attacks her and she's holding
0: a banana. Too bad, Mr. Robot. Mm -hmm. All she needs to be able to do is touch the ground. And that's, that's it. Yeah. Game over. And this is... We're talking about... Infinite wireless capability. Because in the first episode... She disables an entire armada... With her power. Yeah. This is... She's like the cheapest character... In any anime ever. By the time...
1: Yeah. When they reveal her power... You look at Eclair With all of her powers... And then you think... Wow. This is the future... Where there are robots and everything is governed by computers even guns yes even guns so then you start thinking why even have an Yeah, why have anything why even We've have an organization solved the problem this is Just why have
0: you, this girl
1: yeah this is where your criminal element you know you got to wonder maybe it's time to start looking for an honest yeah. line of work because the robot that i hired to protect myself just blew up in front of me for
0: no reason. This girl is like... It's like if someone walked into an arcade and started playing a Ken Ryu Akuma Rugal hyperfusion character. <laughs> that was just a combination of every trait that made all those characters so cheap. Yeah. Oh, great. Now that, I'm fighting, you know... That's who she is. Like at the end of Capcom versus SNK2, where if you get a really high score... You have to fight Super Akuma Rugal, or yeah, like
1: together. Really high is a relative term. Well, it's like twelve hundred points every time you beat that game. Basically, as long as you don't continue, you'll no. Get them. But
0: well, there's there's normal. You if you get a certain point, you'll fight Akuma or Rugal. Okay, and if you get a certain higher tier. You'll fight a combination of the two. It'll either be Super Rugal or Super Akuma. Mm -hmm. And they're insane. Yeah. I mean, they're not that hard, but it is being controlled by the computer. (laughs) In the hands of an adept player, it'd be something different. And that's basically what Lumiere is. Yeah. Lumiere. Pretentious. I guess...
1: uh, Someone stumbled onto a French dictionary. (laughs) Flipped to the pastry section and then went on to light. I don't know what Lumiere means. They
0: rhyme, that's for sure. Claire
1: and Lumiere. They're a team that just won't quit.
0: Nor do they need to. Well, the the universe hopes they won't anyway. Because yeah. they got nothing else supporting them. This is the way every episode...
1: Nothing else supporting them? They've got a super intelligent ship that yeah. can also take out an entire armada on its own. But... Th-
0: yeah. Okay, so every episode of Kitty Grade works like this. They introduce this problem, and then everybody's like, oh, crap, how are we going to beat this problem? And then, at some point, A. Eclair and Lumiere get captured. And they're like, oh, crap, how are we going to get out of being captured? <laughs> or held hostage, or shot, or whatever. And then, all of a sudden, they're like, we're dead, this is over, there's nothing we can possibly do to solve it. And then... Usually Lumiere just uses her powers that she already knew she had and fixes everything. But for some reason could not use them 20 minutes earlier in the episode.
1: The other thing I don't get is Lumiere doesn't have a shield. There's a lot of technology in this show. That doesn't get evenly dispersed between the characters.
0: She doesn't have a shield because they have a super invisible robot with a laser cannon that has a shield and hangs around them.
1: I guess it was... uh, Her power apparently cannot transmit across those shields. So it's not, you know, perfect. That being said, she has to hide behind the super powerful invincible robot shield. When obviously, you know, Eclair is over there with one of the same shields being generated
0: from an earring. Yeah.
1: (laughs) It doesn't seem like that complicated a process to give
0: that also to Lumiere. Yeah, why can't she have an earring too? She's not old enough. But, uh, yeah. She's only 11. She can't get her ears pierced. Apparently this... Her dad wouldn't stand for it.
1: (laughs) Apparently this universe is... I thought her parents were dead. Probably. (laughs) Um, this universe is populated by incredibly unique technology that either gets built in one... Or a pair. I'm thinking of two examples. One is that the ship that Lumiere and Eclair ride around is... its apparently the whip you want. Because it destroys entire fleets... Comes to save you... And uh,
0: is invincible.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And also invisible. And it can travel over... It has its own hyperdrive system... Which apparently not all ships have.
0: It's not like in Star Trek where the Romulans have to decloak... Before they can fire their missiles... Like, this thing can just do whatever it wants.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Whenever it wants. Uh, but another, a better example and is uh, the gravity uh, shields that the other team yeah. from whatever organization they supposedly work There's for. There's
0: another team of two girls who ostensibly are higher-ranked agents, even though they seem to have no powers, nor do they have any skills. And they abandon their... <laughs> They're (laughs) co-agents.
1: In the second episode, uh, Lumiere and Eclair are called to a prison Death Star moon thing uh, situated between two stars that has a gravity device that keeps it from falling into either. While there, they discover that all the prisoners have been killed and that there's a gravity bomb on the premises which is, you know, going to kill them. So, you know, B-Team just turns on necklaces... That make them impervious to the gravity. Mm-hmm. And then walk out on the other two. Yeah. Leaving them to deal with it on their own. Which, you know, in most organizations... Deal with
0: it involving falling into the sun. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, not only, not only do they leave them in the room where they could be crushed to death by gravity. They then steal their ship. Yeah. Which is their only way off prison Death Star. Way to go, Team. Yeah,
0: there had, there And there's come, no repercussions
1: for this There's got to be a manager somewhere Where they, they all sit down in a meeting And go over notes yeah. What do we think went wrong With the last thing And you know Lumiere or Claire <laughs> raise their hand Yeah I'll tell you what went wrong We got fucking ditched In the middle of a gravity bomb situation On a Fortress that was sinking
0: into a star. They all and get then, assigned to trust-building exercise. <laughs> so they have to go out to, like, a team-building weekend and do the thing where they fall backwards. Yeah, this is a ropes course. <laughs> I wouldn't
1: trust those two. And obviously, you know, at a ropes course, the worst thing that could happen is sprain my ankle. Mm-hmm. Unless the situation is as drastic as be incinerated by a star. <laughs>
0: After crust to death. <laughs> crust or maybe at the same time.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't think the ropes course is, any, is a... Uh, an accurate representation <laughs> of the danger we're facing
0: anymore, or the leaps in trust that will uh, yeah.
1: need to be made for this to work out.
0: I don't really need to take care of you, for you to take care of me if I'm only falling a couple feet.
1: Yeah, we've seen they do that all the time. The other thing that's really stupid is that uh, Claire has that shield and junk, but apparently cannot find an outfit to save her life. So she's constantly switching between these ridiculous get-ups.
0: Yeah, I don't know if that's supposed to be a joke or if she's supposed to be a master of disguise or whatever. If she's not a master of disguise, they immediately recognize her all the time. But she's always wearing something different. She's like a pizza delivery girl or a car mechanic.
1: Or someone carrying coffee
0: and tea. A, and tea. That's another thing. In the beginning of this show, they're sitting at the desk working reception in the UN building or whatever. And I don't know if this is a cover for their super elite special agents or if they just got a really big promotion.
1: <laughs> I imagine that there would be some pretty severe budget problems when, uh, if you were demanding that your super elite secret agents... Pull double duty. Yeah, we're pulling double duty yeah. as receptionists in your building. <laughs> Both of those are important functions. Mm-hmm. Maybe the super elite double agent stopping people from getting super G is more important. But if somebody walks into your building, they might want to know what's on the third floor. I was just saying. And a placard
0: doesn't replace it's, human contact. It's like that movie, A Day Without Mexicans. Where yeah. one day everybody wakes up and all the Mexicans are gone in California and then they can't figure out like what they're going to do. These are, all, these are very important functions.
1: Maybe it's part of like training where there's an opportunity for advancement in the organization so they give you
0: things. It's like a like a handout program or yeah, something.
1: For me, like my boss has given me a book for, you know, Microsoft Office certifications and she's like, Learn this so you can be billable and, you know, mean more to our organization. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's sort of the same thing. Yeah. Hey receptionist, have some superpowers so you can be billable and more valuable to our organization.
0: We're building ourselves up from the inside yes so they get they keep the same personnel and they just improve their market because they
1: already understand you know the paperwork procedures and they don't
0: need a well new they've password got all this, got all this imperial the empirical knowledge that makes them more valuable to the company be already being a part of it and now they have a spaceship and a robot <laughs> dog
1: <laughs> they're just giving them the tools they need to advance <laughs> in this work day world of the future
0: but yeah, kitty grade is
1: really terrible.
0: I like in the third episode, it's got to be the most concrete reason of why you shouldn't watch this show. Or why it fails so miserably. And So they they manage to arrest this criminal who's in life support. Because he's he doesn't want to die. He's old. But he doesn't want to get cybernetic replacement either. So he has this gigantic life support machine that's too big for them to fit in their... Ship, which at this point you don't really know is the God ship incarnate, could probably
1: uh, expand its hull if it were so. So they
0: put it on like a gunship, and they say, "Well, isn't this a little overkill that we're going to put it on this battle cruiser or whatever?" And they're like, "Well, all right, yeah, it can't fit in the tiny ship's cargo hold." <laughs> so they make a huge fuss about having to get on this giant ship and how they really shouldn't be using this ship to transport a prisoner and everything, and how it's way too much firepower, and then, predictably, the crew turns against the captain, and turns out half the crew was these insurance contractors or something. There were people who you pay them money and they get you out of situations. And the criminal engineered this whole revolt. And they're convinced they're going to die, and the space pirate armada shows up to kill this ship. And then out of nowhere, a Claire and Lumiere ship shows up and shoots down the entire armada. <laughs> Which
1: is... I, it's got to be at least 60 ships. Yeah. Which leads me to beg the question, why even build 60 ships like that when, when you can build one ship like Lumiere yeah, and Claire? why
0: not just make one tiny ship? <laughs> or a whole bunch of the tiny ships. And then you don't need these crappy battleships that apparently can't do anything. They get attacked by these... Little robot suit guys that, I guess, jump onto the ship and then burrow into the hull or something. And they can't fight them off. They have to wait for Lumiere to use her electric powers to blow them up or whatever. (laughs) If you're taking this ship, obviously you understand that there's going to be some sort of resistance. Do you have any combat-capable people in your troop besides Eclair and Lumiere? And their dog, the robot dog.
1: <laughs> well, there was a point where there's a gunfight going on, and, you know, the crew is fighting back, but then, you know, Eclair immediately shows up and just goes and trashes everyone.
0: Runs into the bullets! <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, well, she has a shield, but that's not the dumb part. The dumb part is Eclair and Lumiere themselves. <laughs> like, beyond the story and that. You know, the poor conception that that represents. The atrocious
0: character designs. Uh, yeah. They're like, hey, we got it for everybody. Big ass titties, little girl. Yeah. I mean, this is 98% of the anime fan market We right can't here. miss. And yeah. did they? Was Kitty Great popular? I think so. Makes sense
1: to me. It's got everything that I hate. Lack which of means, plot yeah. or anything interesting. It's got no plot no shame no morality
0: (laughs) no respect for itself or others
1: so yeah you know that's a that's a home run in the anime universe i hate like eclair and everything about her character from you know the way they drew her to the way she is the
0: ditzy heroine.
1: i'm gonna go run out and kill everyone now how did i do
0: that everything's fine (laughs)
1: And then she's going to like change into the Chinese dress. And you're just going to be like, this is so dumb. When isn't this show over yet?
0: I think it actually gets weird and dark at the end. It pulls like a total 180 at some point halfway through. And I'd almost be interested in watching it just to know. In my conversations with uh, Paul Chapman, a.k.a. Gokiburi, okay. of the Greatest Movie Ever podcast, he told me he, wa- he forced himself to watch Desert Punk. See, I don't know if force is the right word But he's watching and he's like I know I don't like this Like, I really hate it But I keep watching it for some reason Like, it just It keeps arriving in the mail And I don't know Then it's in the DVD player I wake up an (laughs) hour later and I've seen all the episodes I really don't remember what happens It's just, you know, it's there Anyway He tells me in the last two episodes or something That the guy, the desert punk Becomes the bad guy Really? Yeah
1: that's just lame. And it comes off as a cheap gimmick.
0: Yeah, like I almost want to see it just to to have had experience. Does he get it through Netflix or something like that? I don't know.
1: If it were available, I I think you can do that. Blockbuster Online has a lot of series like that. I know I Nef- Netflix. Netflix
0: has a ton of anime now.
1: So maybe you can do it through that. And hey, I'm down for using a service that I already pay for to watch stuff. <laughs> as opposed to, you know, dropping $20 on everything.
0: Uh, as is usually the case now but it's worth it cuz we bring this humor to you via sound waves over the internet. Oh, it's only worth it sometimes. Yeah, really. When you watch seven episodes of something awful in one day, <laughs> then it's not worth it. <laughs> I can handle three or four. Four is kind of pushing it. The ones that have five definitely. Didn't too Speed much. Grapher have five? I think so. Koikaze Kaze did, I think. We didn't
1: make it through the fifth one, did we?
0: I'm pretty sure we did. I think we watched them all.
1: They all kind of blur together. I, maybe the fifth one is where they ca- you watch the brother you know, finish himself off. And maybe at that point, I was just like, I can't watch anymore. And thankfully it ended.
0: <laughs> there is a merciful God. Anime companies, please stop licensing these shows.
1: I'm really starting to wonder They're if bad. there's... I wonder if there's even a reason to have so many anime companies based on the amount of crap that they license. Yeah. Maybe economically there is a reason, but i got to think that only one could service the market much better by, you know, kind of choking off the stream and the amount that they could handle. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we get all our cowboy bebops and samurai shampoos and whatever, Captain Tyler's, and then maybe some of this junk would just fall off the side
0: of the boat. That's the hope. People always say anime seemed a lot better in the 1990s, and it definitely wasn't. The issue was that we got so little of it that companies made a more focused effort to get the good stuff out. there, There was always stuff like MD Geist that fell through the cracks, but they bought stuff that was above average quality, even if it was like Ninja Scroll, where above average quality is... Ninjas and rape, but <laughs> it was above average quality. Ninjas and rape. Yes, <laughs> you know?
1: the animation was good, and the action was as
0: well. Yeah, well, animation—that's just never ever coming back. It's digital from here on out. So yeah. unless they figure out a way to make digital look better, we're kind of screwed. I'm sure they will. We, we were, they were talking with it, everything. We were talking about that? how
1: Tron looked. Yeah, the like, yeah. Remember Tron for computer graphics? Because
0: I sure do. Uh, Me and Alex last night were just talking about how Nothing's ever going to look better than Akira And that's a That's a common conversation With me anyway But When you got a nearly 20 year old movie Out there that Looks better than all the crap You can throw together today I understand it's less efficient But find some sort of happy medium Yeah Because this digital stuff looks like crap There's tricks that can make it look kind of normal but the biggest trick of all is having a good show behind it. Yeah. Because Paranoia Agent looks nowhere near as good as Akira. But Paranoia Agent has a really good story. And as such, I'm willing to forgive it. The same cannot be said of Kitty Grade, which <laughs> is just pathetic in every aspect. And the fact that it's got this boring ass flat animation is just one more for the course. I don't know. If you want to see something that's good, but like Kitty Grade, Dirty Pair, Project Eden, is freaking awesome. Dude, That's- even Gunsmith Cats sort of does the same thing in a better yeah. way. Guns- I like... Guns- uh, the three-episode OVA of Gunsmith Cats is really cool. It's got Russian Chick, shoots knives, <laughs> nice Shoots gun. knives. Yeah.
1: That's not even a joke. <laughs> yeah.
0: I didn't misspeak. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, long and have either we Either of those two would be preferable. But at least in that, you know, they got Misty or Mini May. And she's uh clearly underage. But it seemed more excusable then. Even though it really accomplishes the same purposes.
1: It's less obvious.
0: Yeah, well, she's not wearing a garter belt. Yes. Let's leave it at that. Actually I think she's I mean she's supposed to be nineteen or whatever. I don't I don't really know the law, the logistics of Sweet, it. Sweet,
1: she's legal.
0: That's like the thing if there was a the hundred year old
1: girl but she looks like she's oh, yeah. thirteen it's not the rape.
0: God, I was you're you're a sick person, the internet. Somebody mentioned uh, that episode of Law and Order where they have the girl that's got some disease. Somebody on our comments. Yeah, yeah. I actually watched that episode. I think I saw it the same time as he did. And <laughs> yeah, the girl's 18 or 19 or something when she looks like she's 12. And this guy falls in love with her with air quotes, guys. <laughs> um, and there's this trial and it turns... You can't arrest a guy for that, obviously. It's not illegal. But still, his intentions were not pure. But you want to know the most messed up thing? I'm pretty sure that was the episode. That guy had the same name as my boss. Oh, snap! You want to broach that subject? But you really can't. So anyway... He's like, hey, I hear you're a rapist. joke, or she's supposed to be a master of disguise, or whatever. (laughs) But, uh... You're telling me. (laughs) But...